Yeah, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Reports Podcast, Chats with Enoch. And I'm so glad to be here. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you all had an amazing week, okay? Even though it could have been tedious because some of you are still in school, others too are working, and it's going to be tedious regardless. I am very glad to be back here. And yeah, I've been coupling with my health for a couple of weeks now. That's why I've not recorded anything to publish. But then, I'm fine now and I'm very, very excited to be back and I thank God for my health. I thank God for healing me and everything. Guys, let me tell you, you people should really take care of yourselves because you don't know because it was just some stomach upset and I didn't really take it serious but it was an infection all along and it took a very severe pain to let me clock how serious it was okay but now i'm getting treated i'm on some antibiotics and i'm very 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 okay so you guys should take very well of very very well of your health okay take care of your health very very well because it's very very important and without wasting much time so we have a lot to talk about so without wasting much time let's get into business hey guys so welcome back and as I said, there's been a lot has been going on. Okay, a lot has been going on. We've like missed out on the gist. People were asking me, "Are you going to update the podcast because something is going on? Like things are going on on Ghana, to Ghana Twitter. Why are you not updating it? Why are you not talking about it?" And I was like, "Do you guys don't know what I'm going through? Okay, so like chill, take your time. Okay, I said the fact that I'm battling with my health. Okay, I'm also like facing life big time because life is not easy. But yeah, here we are and. Although a lot has a lot have gone on, a lot have gone about, we are still going to talk about it. So yeah, Yvonne Nelson, a Ghanaian actress, um, released her book, her memoir, I Am Not Yvonne Nelson. And she like talked about a lot of things, not knowing her real father. Okay, her mother not t- telling her about her real father and also like she knowing someone who she thought was her real father, but uh, apparently that person wasn't even her real father. Okay, and up to date, she like she she just found out about a man who's supposed to be her real father, but like there's not there's not much of a confirmation there to know whether that man is actually her real father or not. So, like a lot of things she talked about a lot of things, and then she also talked about her lifestyle. Okay, growing up, her lifestyle and everything, and it was quite entertaining to read about her lifestyle growing up and it was quite insane until it got to some point where it became quite uncomfortable because like what are you talking about why are you trying to pinpoint some people point fingers at some people but then you're not pointing fingers at all people okay so she talked about her relationship with some um Ghanaian celebrities and also like her like her relationship in the um, entertainment industry and all of that and it was like at some point she was actually like shooting stray bullets at someone and that person is um Sarkodie, a Ghanaian rapper and it got really extreme that was where people as people were actually like interested so people like took time and read into it and people actually did their research went online and like did a couple of you know research look at news articles and everything and like see whether the timelines between what she's written and what's been written by the press actually aligns and it was very 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 interesting honestly it was very very interesting but then here we are she's talked about her bit Sakodia also came and he did a whole rap verse was it was it a rap verse he did like two, was it two minutes or three minutes yeah she he did a song okay a rap 
um, telling his, his bit of the story and here we are today they've been going back and forth back and forth and apparently when Sakode did him his um his his um when he told his bit of the story um Yvonne got triggered on Twitter and started like talking 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 like she started ranting and when she was ranting it got really intense to the extent that oh this is what we this is where we are now this is what we are talking about each other like it's like it was quite messy and it was all down to Yvonne what was the essence of writing the memoir we get it you are trying you are trying to put your life out there okay your life has always been out there but you're trying to tell people what your life is what people know about you that they they think that they know about you but they don't actually know about you are confirming things you are confirming the rumors so what is it that you are trying to tell us that you're selling this whole thing into something that's like she was trying to make like I actually I actually she was making sense from the beginning but like when Sakura started t- talking about his side of the story and then she was going on about it it's like in a very different like a completely different way it was like are you serious are you like are you real are you for real right now like what you really said about your about um the whole pregnancy and abortion and like the whole thing are you real like are you real about that like were you actually in the right space to write that and it's like you know her story that wasn't even aligning at some point honestly because what she wrote in the book and what she was ranting on about on twitter they weren't like aligning so like people were just coming for her and i really felt bad for her but it was like you brought this on yourself so deal with it okay i don't even know you but deal with it so it's like something that she should actually she i don't know who actually coached her into writing the book and who did the proofreading and everything but i mean yeah it's it's nice for people to write memoirs i mean obama has did uh, i'm sorry obama has done some um was it was any michelle obama too has done some oprah winfrey i think has done some steve harvey a lot of people um harry of sussex a lot of people have written memoirs okay about their lives what the things that they're going through memoirs are supposed to be like about your life something that like you've actually gone through in your life that was actually out there people knew about it and then you've confirmed the rumors and then people like you are actually putting it out there for people to learn from what you what might have been some mistakes that you couldn't learn from okay or that you couldn't correct okay so like people are supposed to learn people are supposed to take lessons from your memoir people are not supposed to use your memoir for like jokes people are not supposed to use your memoir for like debates and all of that it's not interesting it's not like it's it, it doesn't make it look good honestly it doesn't make it look good so with the whole Yvonne thing it was very very mad honestly it was very very mad and i actually didn't like how the thing was going so like there was a bit of criticism here a bit of criticism about that because sakodi actually like the details in sakodi's story was very 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 like accurate not i wouldn't say accurate because i wasn't there but it was like you could actually see the details there but with yvonne she was like she says this at one point and then it's like she's saying a different thing at one point i'm not saying like you are like advocating for feminism okay for femininity and empowerment and all that but then you should actually put yourself in a space whereby you 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 are putting yourself in a space that women younger women younger girls can actually learn from what you are trying to put out there 
you just don't like start throwing round um, runs around and making it look like oh he actually did something that I didn't like he he actually did something and it's not right and we should shame him for that that's not how it works it goes both ways if the man did something wrong yeah when your book came out people read about it everybody bashed him all right and then he came out responded by writing his story his his bit of the story and when he wrote his bit of the story and like he told his bit of the story people actually got it they got where he was coming from okay and people were like oh because Sakode was the nobody as at that time and all those kind of things but one point one at one point that like i mean at the same point in Sakode's story actually triggered me she was like yeah he told his personal doctor to take care of you or something and uh, people were like oh no wait Sakode at that time was looking like this and like he had a personal doctor i can actually believe that he has he had a personal doctor because a lot of people have personal doctors it doesn't matter how they did look at the, at that time it's like it's something if you don't have a personal doctor in your house that's probably because it you never wanted a personal doctor or like i mean there's a lot of things that goes on okay but maybe he knew someone who was in the medical field who could help okay someone that he always reached out to in the medical field a, a physician or something so yeah he had a personal doctor but then how like the whole story just escalated and like they were just throwing shots at each other and everything it wasn't it, it wasn't healthy it wasn't pleasant Two grown people, you've written a book to, you know, talk to young girls about some uncertainties in your life that you, or something that you, you went through in your life that you didn't like, so they should learn from it. You see, you are a rapper, okay, you are a rapper, people look up to you and all of that. I mean, the whole back and forth wasn't really necessary, honestly, it wasn't really necessary. So, I believe the pair of them should have actually had a private conversation about the whole situation rather than bringing it out because it was it was really ne- unnecessary and even with that yeah i mean sakura was like he invited him like he, he told him you weren't over the whole thing you weren't like you, you, you've not been able to heal and everything and he was like okay do you know what we can actually have a meeting and all those kind of things and you were like he scheduled a meeting and you weren't even the, you didn't even show up and he like tested him according to him he tested him and told him to come over and he was like he's not coming to your house because he doesn't know what's going to happen you know what i mean so it's 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 a lot it's a lot honestly it's a lot but yeah it is what it is and i hope they both heal okay they, they both heal and then they move past it because it's happened whatever they like it or it's happened yeah yeah guys so yeah we're moving on from that hula balloon that happened online and then we're going to something very real okay so today i actually want us to talk about mental health in ghana okay so within the week um there was um an examination going on in kenya see that the kids were writing an exam and apparently there was a story coming out that someone um one of the kids tried to commit suicide by jumping from the seventh floor of the Brunei complex building okay and he was saved he was actually saved by his is it, i don't know whether it's his friends or it's his roommates or whatever but like he like they caught him and then they they put him up and everything so like apparently mental health here in ghana there's little or less to no attention when it comes to mental health here in Ghana. When you go to our schools, lots of people are going through it. I mean, the country as a whole, people are going through it because within the environment, within the country, we are like 
facing a lot of things that we can't actually move on about in a very clear way. But then, who cares? Okay, because we've grown up in a society where they don't care about how you feel. Your emotions are not to be like irrelevant. It it doesn't matter. Your, your emotion doesn't matter. Okay, whatever you do, that's on you. Nobody cares. Okay, but then also we've been like raised in a way that we are not supposed to open up. We're not supposed to be vulnerable. Okay, nobody cares about your emotions, so you are not supposed to open up to anyone. So the best thing that you can do. It's just to keep it to yourself, okay, bustle everything in, and then just, like, keep it in, and if you're not strong enough, yeah, it's going to get, like, it's going to get hold of you, and you're going to do something very stupid, okay, sorry for using the word stupid, but you're going to do something that may cost you, maybe your life, or may cost you your health or something, and it's very, very serious, honestly, it's very, very serious that we don't pay attention to mental health, because tell me why we do not have counselors in our basic schools in our secondary schools okay in our secondary schools we do have counselors but in our basic schools we do not have counselors okay and then we've stigmatized mental health in a lot of ways mental health comes in different different ways we have depression anxiety disorder ptsd oc and ocd ocd i mean a lot of things okay there are a lot of like actions that people go through a lot of things that people go through that relates to mental health but we don't care because we are in sites that it's supposed like that an individual is not supposed to be vulnerable because it's not necessary why are you being vulnerable okay be a person like be a bigger person get hold of yourself and get through it you can get through it because you're a stronger person okay so we pay less like we pay less to no um attention when it comes to mental health and then especially in our education sector okay when someone is actually going through it and like when a case is not really academically good it could be a lot of reasons there could be a lot of reasons stemming down to why the kid is not even academically good but then we don't care about the reasons do we we don't care about the reasons we just like go on and be like do you know something you are just dumb okay you are just dumb and then we make fun of them we make them feel so insecure and when they when they harm themselves that's when we be like oh there was a lot to the story than what we just knew we are so like I don't know, but with Ghanaians, I feel like we are so, I, I, what's the word? We are so uncaring. We are very, very uncaring, and we are so. I don't, I don't, I, I can't even seem to find the word. But we don't really care about a lot of things because we feel like they are irrelevant. The only thing that's relevant is money, politics, economy, or like, yeah, that's the only thing that are relevant. But a lot of things are going on because I remember in year three, that's primary three. I had this friend, she came to school one day and apparently, according to the story that I remember, her her father was traveling abroad and her father got engaged in, uh, he got involved in a plane crash and I think as at the time that she came to school, they like they've not gotten any updates so like they presumed the father was dead, okay. And she came to school crying. Okay, apparently, first of all, like when I grew up and I was think and I was thinking about this, and I was like, why did they even bring her to school in the first place, knowing that this was going on? Why did they bring her to school? Okay, so like she came to school, she was crying. Sis was crying, and she was like she was sitting like a few seats away from me. So I was looking at her, what's going on? And then the rumor started. Oh, she lost her father and those kind of things. Like it's been presumed, like her father has been presumed dead because her father was engaged in that plane crash that we heard about. And I was like, oh really? 
okay, so, okay, fine, cool. She was crying, she was crying. Like, no, none of us know how we're going to go about the whole situation. We don't know how we're going to go about the whole problem. So we're just like there. We're just like, oh, okay, what's going on? So we had two teachers, okay? We were having a math class. We had two teachers. And it was a male and a female. The female was like, she was very, very, very empathetic. Okay, very, very, very empathetic. She's like, her sense of empathy was really high. Okay, so she approached her, had a conversation with her, tried to calm her down. Like, sis was still not calming down. Because like, she's actually going through it. She's a child. Okay, and year three is like, what's the age? Like, wait, like 10 years? No, eight years. Eight, nine years. Okay, so she was actually going through it, and then she offered her some puff, um, what do you call it, uh, puff, uh, puff loaf, and she, she still, she wasn't, like, comfortable. She was, like, in, like, she was going through it. I actually got her, I actually understood her, but I couldn't help in any way because, I it was sad, okay? You could feel, like, she's sad, it's sad, emotions are high and everything, it was sad, and then we got, um, this mask, um, the math teacher that was like the male math teacher he was like he was actually getting triggered he was actually getting angry about the whole situation came over and she knocked her into her stop crying because it's annoying and i was like wow is that how you like is that the best you could do how, how can you treat a girl like that okay so growing up i actually came to understand that that male math teacher didn't have empathy he wasn't actually trained to be like that okay so when it comes to training i know that in the in the training colleges they train teachers in a lot of ways to show empathy to show emotions to know how to go about emotions and all those kind of things but then how are we like as a how do we even pay much attention to it because a child must be going through it okay and we see that a good student's um grade starts dropping and all we think about is they are playing around, they are not being serious. Do we know the other factors causing them to, causing their grades to drop? Okay, in Ghana, one thing is, if you are not a, if you're not a good student, they don't really care about you. They don't really pay much attention to you because they feel like, yeah, you are like, you, you are dumb. You ju- you're just passing through the system. But if you're a good student, oh, they're always praising you. They're always encouraging you. And a lot of teachers end up discouraging kids who have, um, you know, um, who go through, like, who like who are academically poor, they discourage them. Oh, yeah, you're academically poor, and, like, they criticize them, they insult them all the time. And it's really, really bad. But then, here is uh, the situation whereby those who are actually academically good, they are always, like, getting the praises and encouragement and everything. And when they drop the least, the, the little, the moment they drop, oh, that's when it starts. You are being a bad girl. You are being oh, they start insulting you and everything like the um story. The stigmatization is there. The stereotypes are there. But how do we like we've all always stigmatized um mental health and we've always associated it with supernatural beliefs. We've always associated them with witchcraft and cursing and you know parental misdeeds and those kind of things. And it's really wrong. We need really need to step up because. A lot of people go through it. People lose their parents while in school, especially kids who lose their parents. How do we pay attention to them? Okay, in basic schools, we do not have counselors. Okay, so how do we even pay attention to the kids' mental health? Kids who are actually going through it. If a kid, if a kid is acting like different, how do we even know that it's like mentally associated or not? We just like watch them and then push their head and be like, move on with life.
that's not how we should go through like, sorry that's not no that's not how we should go about things but then like we can actually do more why are we not doing more why are we not dealing sorry why are we not doing more and then when it comes to um um what do you call it um the secondary education level when we get to the secondary education level there is this thing that um we we have counselors okay we have school counselors but they, their attention is always deemed at the students who are being summoned to the disciplinary committee because they are the students who are troubled they are the problematic kids in the school so they are always the ones that they pay attention to what about the rest are they not important to don't they have issues that you need to attend to don't, like how how do we not talk to people when they are going through things okay some kids all right let me tell you something some kids will be in school everything may be all right then things start dropping at home okay like things start getting really bad at home and it start affecting them and they can't open up because they've been raised in society where they're not supposed to be vulnerable where they're where they've not been taught to open up so like they just bottle everything inside it starts affecting them academically it's affecting them physically this we see it we observe them we see it but we don't approach them and have a conversation with them we don't even like get them to open up to us to find help for them we don't do it and that's how filled of a society we are now we failed in a lot of things i mean with like ghana is not better in anything i don't know what ghana is better in ghana is not better in anything okay so these kids get to secondary school because with secondary school counselors most of them are like paying attention to the kids that have been summoned to the disciplinary committee because of their bad deeds and like those kind of things they they really don't get attention and then when they get to the university where there are like loads of counselors okay and they are like even peer counselors they can't even open up because they feel like what is it that will come to tell you that you're going to listen because i've never been showed like that, that that care that i need they've never showed me that care that i need that conversation that i want to have they i've never had that conversation with no one okay sometimes people don't need like intense care or like intense attention they just need someone to talk to they just need that they, they just need to hear you will be fine but we don't care so we just leave them and when they get to university they neglect the mental health services that university is trying to you know offer to them and it's really really bad it's affecting us in a lot of ways and we we seem to be like oh yeah it is what it is let let, um, let sleeping dogs lie and like all of that it's, that shouldn't be the situation we can actually be, do better like what the hell is going on with us honestly and even aside that like because we can't open up and because a lot of us could observe things and we could actually see our friends going through things but we can't actually talk to them Okay, we can actually talk to them. We can't ask them what they are going through. Your friend may lose a relative. Your friend may go through a very like, a very a very severe trauma, but you can't even reach out to them and ask them how they are doing, because you feel like it's none of your business. First of all, it's none of your business. Second, they've not come to you to ask you for help. So why are you trying to go to them and ask for ask them for help? Help and like it's like it's it goes on and on and on there are lots of reasons that you don't like you you just stand on to validate the fact that you are not going to ever ask them what they are going through we've actually filled a society i'm not going to lie we feel a society a lot of times and what are we doing to try and be better 
in a lot of ways that we are trying to help ourselves, we are trying to help the people around us, we are not doing anything. Honestly, because we don't care. And it goes on and on and on. And it, in future, it's never going to get better. I, I'm telling you the truth. It's never going to get better. Okay. Because what's, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? And aside that, like, if it, like I've actually observed something, okay, because I, 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 I see my friends and I see them going through something. I don't ask them, but like a little while, I'll ask them, how are you doing? How are things? Okay, how, how are you dealing with this? Okay, some people actually lose some things and like, like they go through some loss and I'll be like, how, how did you deal with it? And like, they'll be like, that's none of your business. And I'll be like, oh, okay, sorry, but I just wanted to know. Okay, but it's it's something. I Like, the way we've been groomed, the society that we've been groomed in, okay, you don't have to be vulnerable, it's none of your business, okay? Like, it's all part, it's all, like, it all stems up to what we are today, that people can't take it anymore, so they just commit suicide. Okay, Bef- um, before they started writing the exam that the guy actually attempted to commit suicide, there was a suicide case in one of the hostels, and like there's been a lot of suicide cases. Okay, when we were in school for the past four years, there there were a lot of suicide cases. So like, the university in itself, like in its own strength, are doing their best to battle mental health because they know it's real. They understand what it comes with okay the community the society or the environment that the university lives in okay the the, the kind of environment that the university has created they, they understand oh this is what is going on okay so like this person okay like w- within this environment people go through a lot of things outside the fact that they are battling with their academics they are battling with social life too they are battling with family family life they are battling with personal life they are battling with spiritual life i mean the guy talked about seeing demons in his sleep seeing um some things and all those kind of, and like one thing that I'm, I'm i'm hoping they don't do is like focus on the spiritual aspects taking him to prophets like different different prophets just to get delivered from the spiritual um realm and all these kind of things i i hope they don't only focus on that because why are you focusing on that when you can actually give the person help um help and this guy actually needs long-term help he needs long-term help I am not a physician, I am not a therapist, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a counsellor, but I do understand that he needs long-term help because he's dealing with depression. And, like, it, when you are, like, treating a depressed person, someone who's who's been going through depression for some time, and, like, you do it short-term and you think it's enough, later on, the, the depression is, is going to get triggered. The trauma is going to come back and it, it's going to affect them. And this time, it's going to affect them in a very, very bigger way. So we should actually pay attention to, to these kind of things because it's very, very important. Some of us may, didn't get the luxury of getting the attention that we needed, but we've been able to work our way through it. But we hope the kids get the attention they need. And it's the case coming up. We hope they get the attention they need. We hope the government, the authorities, um, elders in society, they all show concern when it comes to mental health because it's very, very serious. It's very, very serious to see someone battling with mental health and then we just stigmatize it. We just put a stereotype on it. We just don't care. It's bad. As a society, we should go up. We should, like, 
open our wings we should open our homes to we should open our arms to battling these kind of situations there's not a situation there's not something that the government should only focus on there's not something that like it's not the work of the government it's the work of the society it's the work of the family it's the work of elders in our society elders in our schools authorities in our schools authorities in our institutions what are we doing about it i leave that question to you Hey guys, so thank you for staying with me throughout the episode and thank you for listening to me all, all the way. I'm very, very grateful. Please do not forget to share and subscribe with your family and friends, okay? Don't forget to share with your family and friends. Do not forget to subscribe on any listening platform you listen to your podcast on and do not forget to send us a very cheeky comment or review on any listening platform you listen to your podcast on and do not forget to rate us, okay? Yeah. It's been me, your host Enoch, on this podcast, the People's Podcast with Enoch, and I'm glad I was here. Have a nice weekend, and I hope the week ahead be an amazing one. Let's go.